Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Myths, a comedy podcast about myths. Spell M I F F S. Thank you for reiterating that. Uh, no worries. Uh, imagine if they had got the wrong Myths podcast. If like, oh no, I want to Myths M Y T H S. Yeah, spelled like it should be spelled. Yeah, which oh. is part of the <laughs> the playful nature of this podcast. And now you spell Myths. Yeah. Well, <laughs> unless they've accidentally downloaded it because they've had to search for it, which so they most definitely have. Yeah. If you haven't. And somehow you listen to this anyway. Uh, let us know how. Like uh, you can email us at mythspodcast at gmail dot com if you know how to spell that. Uh, and uh, let us know how you've done it. Because how have you accidentally found <laughs> how this have you accidentally niche? Found this podcast. Uh, well, most podcasts like oh, where's the weirdest place like you listen to this podcast? Ours is how have you listened to this podcast? Anyway, uh, how are you, Dan? I'm very good, thank you, Matt. Um, and before we crack on, who are you, Dan? Uh, I am Dan Rhodes. And I am? You are Matt Hoss. Thank you. No worries. And uh, how are you this week, Dan? I've been good this week. Um, I have to admit, I haven't really... I haven't actually uh, been up to much. Um, because, uh, as is no secret to you, Matt, I'm currently unemployed. Oh, well, you're unemployed. You recently had a job at a marquee setter. I did recently have a company as a marquee company. Um, and uh, What would you do on a daily? What I do on a daily basis. So, what I would do <laughs> is... Turn up about That's se- a good start. Turn up about quarter to, quarter to seven in the morning to the yard, this like, you know, this big farm area with um, all the marquees are kept. Jump in a lorry, mm-hmm. drive to a field somewhere in the southeast. Is this a marquee job or a cult? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we uh, place giant rocks <laughs> in a pentagon. No, and then we, we built this wicked man and we burned it alive. Yes, we did. Uh, God bless the devil. And we, um, yeah, I did just say that. Yeah. yeah. I, no, and then we, we put up marquees, which, by the way, are often quite enormous and very difficult to put up. And it was long hours. And but hey, it's, I paid, saved up and now, now I'm in London. And hence the unemployment, guys. I, 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 I'm, uh, I'm actually between jobs. You're between jobs. Yeah, I'm actually... Like, I, chose to, I chose to be unemployed. I've chosen this path. Dan, as a... Um, I, I want to be a comedian and an actor, guys. I, I don't want to... And there's not enough comedians slash actors around. I think not enough of them. That, That's what they always say, isn't it? There's so many people just going, "Oh man, uh, we've got all these films, but not enough actors, uh, especially comedians as well." Not, oh god, well, well, there's just you know, there's these four four panel shows on TV, just yeah. not enough. Yeah, oh, it's not enough comedians we, for the yeah. four. And we're like, no, we don't want to do that. We want to do a myth-based podcast instead. Yeah. Although, as we have alluded to on the previous episode, um, this is essentially just a chance for us to just hang out and feel not not lonely. <laughs> Ah, uh, despair. Yeah. Uh, anyway, how's your, how's your week been? It's been very good. It's kind of weird because we just had a quick chat um, about last week's episode and we had a really nice time talking uh, about the previous episode. We did, Theseus and uh, the Minotaur. And uh, we were just chatting to uh, your flatmate. We and, were. And we were just talking about how Theseus, uh, we, he's a bit of a dick, right? He was a bit of a dick. For those who uh, have who were listening to this episode but didn't watch the listen to the first one, um, it was about... Um, yeah, Theseus the Minotaur. Guy goes into a Minotaur 
God, no, he doesn't. <laughs> he goes into the monitor. Oh, oh yeah. What erotic? Look. Sorry, that was a video me and Matt watched for <laughs> yeah, um, it was for, for research purposes. The erotic version. Yeah, <laughs> he goes into the labyrinth of King Minos has built a labyrinth under his palace. Theseus goes in there to fight a Minotaur and then uh, sails back to his dad. His dad thinks he failed and kills himself. And but the thing is, when he because he was meant to change the flags of uh, the, the the sails of the ship. Yeah, uh, his dad said, if you succeed. Change your sails from black to white, and then when I see you on the horizon coming to port, I will know that you've succeeded. And what did he do, Matt? What did Theseus do? He forgot because he, he forgot. He's a bit of a dick, doesn't he? He kept the sails black, which meant that his dad saw it and thought, "Oh my God, there's a ship with black sails." Yeah, he's failed and killed himself instantly. Didn't he really give him much thought? But we were just we were talking about it, and we realised that like. It, it was such a stupid way of kind of choosing it because, firstly, how do you know that that was the correct ship? You know, because surely there's other ships with black sails going past. You yeah, know it's I mean? definitely not the only ship. Yeah, like, like. Secondly, the fact that he, I don't know who he thought was sailing the ship. Yeah, exactly. Oh, there's my son's ship. It can't possibly be him sailing it. <laughs> it was almost like the, the thought that he hadn't changed his sails. Just he obviously trusted in his son so much. Oh, he will definitely remember. And then, like all sons, yeah. we didn't. Have you uh, messaged your father today? No. Exactly. That, that was the point of the podcast. Yeah, uh, sorry. Um, but, and we also talked about Peterborough Services. That's... We did. We did talk about Peterborough Services. As a in... service station that Matt will talk about no end, because he just <laughs> he loves Peterborough Services. We should find a new island and call it Peterborough, Peterborough Services. Services. Yeah. <laughs> and have a services on yeah. it. How's your week been? We were also discussing, sorry. you uh, got dumped recently. You were about to tell yeah. me, but we, you told me you were... Well, I thought I'd save it for this this episode, uh, but well, it was a bit of a weird one because uh, it's not really dumped. But basically, I was kind of long story short. I uh, I was doing a, a show at the University of Kent, and I was um, it was the first gig there. It was Freshers' Week. It was quite rowdy, and I did... it was rowdy, rowdy oh. Freshers at Kent Uni. It was it was really strange though because um, I was <laughs> I'm 23 years old. I finished my master's degree there and my undergraduate it's a degree it's the place where we, we went for we, did go, we went to University of Kent we did and we had a great I, time. I, I was asked to put on a comedy night there um, with a professional lineup, and uh, which is a nice honour from from the university you're like alumni now that's yeah. nice that they I'm a big name on campus Dan. big I'm, name on campus uh, if only that happened when, when you were there yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm way cooler now but I'm not around as much and it's quite creepy yeah. but I was really annoyed in that first kind of day there I was just like really angry at all the people like this is what you're going to become you're going to turn into this angry uh, podcast maker and the idea that yeah that I'm only two years older than you. This is what I've become. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not that much older, but I feel just decrepit. They were so young and youthful. Um, it was their first week, uh, and I kind of do this bit where I kind of like kind of sit, try and chat to any single ladies in the audience. Just uh, it's a bit of fun, a bit of faux flirting. Uh, and uh, I go, oh, is any uh, any single vegans in here? And this lady at the back uh, shouts out, and uh, and uh, I chat to her for a bit. She's uh, from Switzerland. For anyone else listening, if you are a single female and a vegan. That is literally Matt's criteria, yeah, right just, there. Um, it's fine. I, I don't mind what gender you are. Just I'll take it. It's yeah, fine. if you are single and vegan, also, please let Matt know. Also, um, at Myth Podcast, I, I think what's quite important is that um, I don't think I'm the most um, conventionally attractive guy in the world. Uh, Dan, how would you describe me to our listeners? I would describe you as not attractive. <laughs> 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 oh fuck you! <yeah. laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, no, no. You said it first. You said you said you weren't conventionally attractive. That was the joke. Fuck you. <laughs> no, no. The joke is because you're very good looking. <laughs> That's 
a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that. Yeah. So describe my gorgeous looks to the, to the listener. You look like Nick Frost has just been beaten up within the <laughs> inch of his life, and it's like a few days later, and you're slowly recovering. But, well, but the nose hasn't quite fixed itself. <laughs> the eyes are still very sunken, very bruised. Uh, I think you know your, your cheekbones are a bit messed up. But other than that, great catch. So you understand why I was... Uh, so I, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so mean to you, I'm sorry. Well, uh, I know what was oh. beating up, my ego. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I was chatting to school, she was, I found her very attractive. This is in a room full of other people watching you on stage. Yeah, yeah. we uh, we chatted and got on well. Uh, and what I did at the end of the show, because qu- it was half a joke, half serious, I wrote my number on a piece of paper, and because uh, she was... I, I didn't really think I had a chance for her, so I asked the audience to... Uh, uh, pass all, my number all the way back to her and I thought it's a nice way to finish off the show and I said oh just text me and stuff like that I didn't get a text but a month oh. later bef- uh, about a couple of days before this, the next show um, I was on Tinder and we matched again and he goes oh my god uh, didn't you get my text message and I was like no no I didn't uh, and she tried to message me but she had like a stupid Swiss phone and, uh, and I decided <sighs> there's to one to... thing the Swiss yeah. don't make well the phone. Great APR rates, though. If you're, oh, you're, you're going to like dodge tax, oh, put it over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what this podcast is. It's a front for tax dodgers. <laughs> so uh, you're going to have like classics nerds and also uh, businessmen trying to like figure out secrets uh, of the two unemployed tax men. Tax <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so she had tried to message you, but... Yeah. So, uh, but, so I said, asked her out for a, a date after the show. She came along. We had a really good time at the show. I don't want to toot my own horn. Uh, but I was fucking hilarious that night, uh, which kind of blamed my You heart. busted. You're hilarious. I, I have seen you do many a comedy gig. You are quite good. Uh, who's who's a beaten up for Nick Frost now, Dan? So yeah, sorry. <laughs> no I'm joking. Uh, sorry, I, I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm totally fine with it, Dan. It's, yeah, um, and you yeah, actually don't look like that. I would I, like to mention I, that. I, I I I'm beautiful on the inside, Dan. Yeah, and and you know, I think you're a good looking man. I, I just like in for a kiss there. Yeah, <laughs> that was sorry. all that. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that static was. <clears throat> But then um, what happened, we went on a date, we kind of, um, we had for a couple of drinks. She said that she had to go to the library. And I was like... Oh, that's, th- that, uh, that ploy. But I was like... Uh, yeah, on a date, I just, I think I need to go to the library. No, but she, she said it beforehand, and I thought... So what, you went in a restaurant, were you? Oh, excuse me, if you don't mind, I just need to go return a book. <laughs> She's got to do her essay. And in all fairness, it was reading week. And I, I, I don't want to, I wasn't, I didn't push the point, because, you know, just in case girls didn't want to, like... I understand if you don't, you, you want a way out. In case yeah, you don't want to Weinstein them. Because, yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want to put pressure on them. So I was like, you know, that's totally cool. And I kind of let it go. But uh, we had a couple of drinks. It was a really nice time. Um, and she was like, oh, I need to go to the library now. Uh, and I was like, well, <laughs> and this is what I said word for word. I guess if, you, if you're leaving, I'd best make a move now. And I would like them to kiss her. It was very nice. Uh, it was uh, lovely. <laughs> uh, it was, it was, a, it was a nice moment. Uh, but I was very infatuated at this moment. And we, I walked back to her house to collect the laptop. Uh, and I, I wasn't that... What a gentleman. Yeah, it was, it was, I wasn't expecting anything whatsoever. However, this is the traffic thing. I was uh, I, I, like, there's a 1% chance for maybe might, something might happen, but I wasn't planning on it. But the other option was I was sleeping in my car that evening. So I was like... Like, two hours and put all my eggs in one basket here. Uh, it's either she really likes me and I end up at hers, or I sleep in my car. And that's that's a tragic... Like, after a gig, that's... Like, that's Oh, I might sleep in my car, that's fine. But after a date, that's that's tragic, isn't it? Imagine, like, just like, oh, I'm off to bed, no. Just go, get my section <laughs> saxo. Like, that's tragic, isn't it? <laughs> 
But um, uh, then what happened is... Uh, I love the idea of you asleep in the car. Really it's, it's really... I woke up so cranked... That, 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 oh, it doesn't end well. Uh, I, I woke up quite cranked, like, literally just bent up uh, out of shape. But I walked back to her flat, and outside of her flat were, like, two of her neighbours just smoking. And we had a chat, had some laughter. And to cut a long story short, it became quite apparent that the lady who I was dating, uh, she has a quite frequent friends with benefits and the the neighbour was talking quite vividly about that uh, with me right there and they were talking quite explicitly about the sex life right in front of me and I, like, and I did what any British woman would do and I started looking at my emails like oh this this will avoid the hurt uh, and they were like yeah so uh, you know we like, he likes to come around to my house and I like to uh, you know we do all those things I'm like oh 40% off Holman Barrett lovely <laughs> like, and, so, and then uh, so in that moment I started talking about that and just ripped out all the romantic stuff that all so uh, you're on your walk back to the house, you bumped into her neighbours and they explained to you... Well, no, it's like, basically, she... I kind of shortened the story, but they um, they somehow got talking today. They cottoned on to the fact that she had seen uh, oh, okay. uh, someone casually. And, and, uh, who isn't you? Who isn't me. Okay. Uh, God damn it. Uh, <laughs> but, um, and so it was quite, quite clear that uh, like, it, it got quite awkward towards the end of the day and uh, she hasn't messaged me since. So, uh, and you did sleep in your car that night? Oh, we like a, <laughs> like a frozen baby. <laughs> Ooh, wow, that like was, a frozen uh, baby. I was very sad. <laughs> I spent the whole bit because I meant to meet, meet with some friends who bailed so I was just in Canterbury by myself. I had like an existential crisis. I was just really, my phone broke and I was just really sad. Uh, so, uh. so if you anyway, to- <laughs> comedy podcast. <laughs> We're going to get into the meat of the episode now, aren't we? Yes, we are. Um, but, uh, so I'm Matt Horst, this is Dan Rhodes, and this is the second episode of Myths. Hello, Matt. Hello. What myth have you brought today? Well, it was my turn, and because Theseus and the Minotaur was so good uh, last time, uh, this episode I have brought in. Uh, firstly, last week... I need to make viewers think that I only see you once a week. Now, there was a guy back in many moons ago called Thomas Bullfinch. And he kind of is credited with having uh, compiled the first... He's a classicist. He kind of compiled the first kind of book, I guess, of, of myths. There's stories of Greeks and Romans and whatnot. And uh, this is uh, from his book. And what's the book called? The book is called Bullfinch's Mythology, Stories of Gods and Heroes. And we're going to read um, a single... Um... Uh, Just story. the one story. Yeah. Because uh, um, we're not legally sure if we're allowed to do it. So, uh, <laughs> um, so what, what's the... Uh, anyway, which myth are we doing today, Dan? The myth um, is actually just called Juno and Her Rivals. Juno and Her Rivals. Um, a little backstory before we start this. Um, the story revolves around Juno. It's a, it's a Roman myth. It's Juno, who is the wife of Jupiter. And Jupiter, I believe, had several wives, but in this particular story... This is the wife in question. Well, uh, obviously Jupiter is the king of the gods. Uh, he's the um, he's the Roman equivalent of Zeus. Zeus, the Roman equivalent and of Zeus. And Juno is the Roman equivalent of Hera. Uh, yeah, so they are technically married, but uh, I believe um, Jupiter sleeps around quite a lot. Uh, he does, yeah. which is what this yeah. story is about. Ooh. I haven't actually really read. It. I just know that uh, I know a brief premise of the story, but I haven't read this particular story. And I think you're going to mention about Bullfinch. He has quite. A, he's quite an old writer, so he has quite. He a, is. It's um, quite a different take to the last one, which was. Written it is. By... It reads very, very, very nineteenth century. Okay, that's um, good. Are you ready for it, Dan? I am. But firstly, going into this, Juno, wife of Jupiter, Jupiter, king of the gods. God of gods, like Zeus, but Roman. Dan, I've, I've got a, a joke. Juno is the wife of Jupiter, <laughs> who is the god of 
Gods. Do you think they're, they're getting... They get it. Dan, I've got a joke for you here. Are so, you ready? Yeah. It's the first joke of this whole series, all right? <clears throat> I've got a question. Who Who's the uh, queen of all the gods? Do oh. you know? <laughs> <laughs> who's the queen of... Because Juno is the queen of, of Jupiter, and Jupiter is the... They get it. <laughs> here we go. Juno and her rivals. Juno one day perceived it suddenly grow dark and immediately suspected that her husband had raised a cloud to hide some of his doings that could not bear the light. That's a statement right there. Yeah, I mean, that's the uh, ancient equivalent of, like, you know... Uh, Seeing messages from a girl. Yeah, you, yeah. You've, you've turned off... You know, you, you've, you've turned off your phone, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you, she can't get hold of you. <laughs> yeah, it's I like high cloud. Yeah, I like the presumption of that. She's literally... She's just seen it get dark, and she's like, right, there's only one logical explanation for this. My husband's cheating on me. Yeah. I better go find out what he's up to. Yeah. Men, eh? What yeah, so like? she's obviously thinking he's moving these clouds to, to hide something. Which, of course, he can do because he's Jupiter. Do whatever he wants. Lad, lad, lad. She brushed away the cloud and saw her husband on the banks of the glassy river with a beautiful heifer standing near him. What a heifer? beautiful heifer. A heifer, of course, being a, a female cow. Yes. A young... I think, it, I think it's specific... Is it a cow that hasn't had children yet? I think so. Yeah. yeah. A young cow. So she's brushed away the cloud that he was hiding. Yeah. And it's obviously not a very good cloud, yeah. is it? If she can just instantly get rid of it. King of the Hey, gods. let me just put this cloud up to hide this. Oh, no, she's instantly moved it. Like a shower curtain. And he's there. Oh, so there's Jupiter on the, gla- the banks of the glassy river with a cow. Juno suspected the heifer's form concealed some fair nymph of mortal mould, as was indeed the case. For it was Io, the daughter of the river god Inachus, whom Jupiter had been flirting with. And, when he became aware of the approach of his wife, had suddenly changed her into that form. <laughs> Imagine that! Imagine... Okay. So he's standing next to a girl who he's kind of flirting with. Hey, how are you? And then he's quickly seen his wife. <laughs> oh, 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 you made me into a cow! Is that how you see me? Like, you're a pig! So he's panicked. Oh, a good-looking... It did say beautiful heifer. So he, he's, he, you know, he's just a good-looking cow. Now. Yeah, but she can't see how good-looking... Like, I think that... I think the gesture alone is quite... It says a lot. Yeah. I like the idea that this is quite funny though. Oh, uh, there's my wife. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Do you mind being a cow? Oh. Boom. <clears throat> Juno joined her husband and noticing the heifer praised its beauty and asked who it was and of what heard. <laughs> Jupiter, to stop questions, replied that it was a fresh creation from the earth. <laughs> Juno asked to have it as a gift. <sighs> but what could Jupiter do? He was loath to give his mistress to his wife, yet how refuse so trifling a present as a simple heifer? Alright, this yeah. is quite funny already. This I'm sounds like this. a Kirby Enthusiasm episode, doesn't <laughs> yeah. it? Imagine just like... Them. So she's like, oh, hey, Jupiter. Um, nice cow, by the way. Oh, uh, this cow. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh I just... Uh, oh, it's a brand new creation. <laughs> yeah, I just quickly made it right now. It's uh, nothing, nothing, nothing suspicious here. Oh, can I... I, can I have it as a gift? <laughs> oh, um, uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! This is this is my yeah. mistress who I've just changed into a cow. Now, do I do the sensible thing and try and get out of this, or do I? Oh no, no! I'll say yes. Do you know what? <laughs> Most of the myths we talked about, especially the Theseus one, they're like sitcom episodes. If you know, we'd have like uh, awkward moments, like what's going to happen next? Yeah, like when Theseus left that poor woman on that abandoned island slash Peterborough services. <laughs> Got it back. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. He could not without exciting suspicion, so he consented. Oh dear. He's just agreed to give her oh, the cow that isn't a cow, it's his mistress. Oh, oh god. Oh. Well done, well done, Jupiter. The goddess was Boy. not yet relieved Jupiter. of her suspicions, so she derived the heifer to Argus to be strictly watched. Argos? What did I say? It's a. Well, Argus. Like... It's like Argos but with a U. 
Well, there is a Greek island called Argos. And it is. I thought that's what it was. And this is Argus. Argus. Fun fact for you, Dan. I believe Argus, I may be incorrect here, is um, Odysseus's dog, uh, which we find in chapter 18 of uh, the uh, Odyssey. Maybe. We'll find out later. <laughs> that wasn't a fun fact, was it? <laughs> oh, this is interesting about Argus. Now, Argos had a hundred eyes in his head and never went to sleep with more than two at a time. <laughs> So he's always got at least 90. <laughs> Sounds like my ex-girlfriend. Matt's <laughs> <laughs> uh, single. I'm alone. <laughs> he never went to sleep with more than two of them at a time, so he could keep watch of Iowa constantly. He suffered her to feed through the day, and at night tied her up with a vile rope around her neck. She would have stretched out her arms to implore freedom of Argus, but she had no arms to stretch out, and her voice was a bellow that frightened herself. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. This guy has a hundred eyes, keeps a woman tied up, and is now in charge of looking after a cow. That isn't a cow, it's a woman. So, obviously, Juno knows that it's obviously a mistress and he's trying to catch it out. Yeah, Juno is obviously like, there's no way... Like, yeah. We'll be honest, Jupiter was being pretty sketchy, wasn't he? Yeah. Was, she knows it's not a cow, she it's, knows it's a woman. It's even written, even though it's like from the 19th century, it's an awkward man, like, oh... Yeah, that's fine, I suppose. It's, yeah, cool. So she has gone, I'll play. The, I'll call the bluff. I'll give it to this guy that has a hundred eyes and he's very good at watching stuff. And um, he'll, we'll, we'll soon know whether it's a cow or not. He doesn't seem like a, a laugh to be around. Either. No, he doesn't. I mean, he's keeping someone like, but also, tied up. Like, he says uh, he only has two of them clothes at the time to have him sl- to rest. But that doesn't, that's not how sleep works. No. And now he's got this cow that he's just tied up. Anyway, he suffered through the night... And would have her tied up with a vile rope around her neck. Oh, God. And, of course, she can't stretch out her arms because she's a cow. Poor Io. I like that she's got an easy name. All the others have quite weird names. I like that she's got a nice name. She saw her father and sisters when they went near them and suffered them to pat her head and heard them admire her beauty. Her father reached out her tuft of grass and she licked it with an outstretched hand. Oh, no. This poor woman who's now a cow, is having her father and sister walk past and be like, oh, hey, and pat her on the head. Yeah. Oh, look at this nice cow. And she wants to say, no, mum and... Uh, I'm a, Dad, it's yeah. me. But she can't because it's a... And now he's feeding her tufts of grass. Patronising. And where are they? Because, like... Doesn't actually say where they are. Cause just somewhere. It, just, there's just a random hundred-eyed monster looking at... This cow, and but her, it, her parents are just walking yeah, past. Yeah, like, like, and they're, they're going to be, like, nymphy kind of parents as well. So, are they, are they, is it, where are they, you know? This is very weird. Anyway, whilst her father patted her head, she longed to make herself known to him, and he, and would have uttered her wish, but, alas, words were wanting. At length, she bethought herself of writing and inscribed her name. It was a short one. <laughs> <laughs> I like how it's a short one. Her name is literally I.O. <laughs> Maybe it was like, maybe they got confused, but the cow was like, oh, is it like trying to settle a debt? You know, maybe yeah. I owe you. She. I saw what you did there. Yeah, it's fucking clever, right? Yeah. That's why I'm, I'm raking in the big books, Dan. She inscribed her name, I owe, with a hoof on the sand. Inachus recognised it, and discovering that it was his daughter, whom he had long sought in vain, was hidden under the disguise, mourned over her, and, embracing her white neck, exclaimed, Alas, my daughter, it would have been a less grief to have lost you altogether. While he thus lamented, Argus, observing, came and drove her away, and took his seat on the high bank, from whence he could see all around in every direction. So the 100-eyed guy has seen this yeah, going yeah, yeah. on and been like, oh, oh shit. the dad's noticed his, his daughter as a cow. I'll just quickly grab her and take her yeah. to somewhere where I can see everything. 
it's nice that Zeus, he's an omnipotent god, he can kind of do anything, and he hasn't just, like, gone, right, oh, there's just, like, you know, had a bit of problems with the wife, you know, you know. If you could just yeah. keep this cool, yeah. yeah. Like, but, like, he hasn't bothered to change her back whatsoever. No. However, I've just read ahead. Jupiter was troubled at beholding the sufferings of his mistress, and calling Mercury, told him to go and dispatch Argus. Mercury, of course, the messenger god. Yeah. He's the equivalent of text messaging. Yeah. To the gods. Yeah. Oh, just Mercury, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll watch Mercury, yeah. Yeah. Mercury made haste, put his winged slippers on his feet, and cap on his head, took his sleep-producing wand, and leaped down from the heavenly towers of the earth, where he laid aside his wings, and kept only his wand with which he presented himself as a shepherd driving his flock. I like how he's just like, there's a lot of disguises going on. Yeah. Mercury's like, right, Jupiter, I'll sort this out for you. Boom. Abracadabra. I'm now a shepherd. Oh, just a lonely shepherd walking yeah. past. Nothing to see here. I reckon, I reckon that Mercury is like, he's a pretty good worker for Jupiter. Because like, I imagine the amount of dick pics Mercury has had to send from uh, Jupiter to his mistresses like imagine that oh like, yeah he's, uh, he, he's a hot he, he needs promotion he I does think, he yeah. does as he strolled on he blew upon his pipes oi oi <laughs> they were what they are called the sphinx or pandean pipes Argus listened with delight for he had never seen the instrument before young man he said come and take a seat by me on this stone there is no better place for your flocks to graze in than the whereabouts, and here is a pleasant shade, such as a shepherd's love. Oh, God. So Mercury sat down, talked, and told stories till it grew late, and played upon his pipes with most soothing strains, hoping to lure the watchful eyes to sleep. But all in vain, for Argos still contrived to keep some of his eyes open through he shut the rest. I see what Mercury's doing here. This guy's like, hey, young shepherd boy, I like your... Pipes. <laughs> def- that is def- that's a euphemism for wanking, yeah. isn't it? Because what's happened is he's gone to the, the bank of the hill where Argus is, just started to, you know, knock one out, and Argus like, oh, I don't want to watch that, so he closes all of his eyes. Uh, and Mercury's tried to play the... F- oh, if I do this long enough, he might fall asleep. Not happening. Argus, <laughs> not happening. He's not falling asleep. Among other stories, Mercury told him how the instrument on which he played was invented. There was a certain nymph whose name was Sphinx who was much beloved by the satyrs and spirits of the wood, and he would have done none of them, but was a faithful worshipper of Diana, and followed the chase. You could have thought it was Diana herself, had you seen her in the hunting dress, only that her bow was of horns, and Diana's of silver. One day, she was returning from the chase. Pan met her, told her this, and added more of the same sort. She ran away, without stooping her to hear this compliments, and he pursued till he came to the bank of the river, where he overtook her. That is a long sentence. Wow, this is a long sentence. <laughs> and she had only time to call for her help for her friends, the water nymphs. Do you reckon false thoughts were invented back in the 19th century? Yeah, wow. <laughs> um, also, I apologise, but that was incredibly... Ba- I, I, that was a struggle to read. If you don't know, by the way, Diana is the... the god of hunting, wasn't she? Yes, uh, she is the, uh, I believe, the Artemis uh, of the Roman canon. Uh, also, you mentioned satyrs, which are half man, half goats. So, yeah, the um, little guy from... The Danny DeVito in Hercules. Yes, yes, correct. Uh, and uh, satyrs, there uh, used to be satyr plays in Greek festivals without satyr plays, like in between like the comedy acts, if you know what I mean, comedy plays. Uh, so a little fun fact for you. That's where we get the word satire from. No, it doesn't. Damn it, Matt! No, totally, totally not. So, uh... They sound similar. They they do, but, uh... You, what what happens? You saw the word, made a guess, fell yeah, by the oh, face. Yeah, I'm sorry. So it's, like, it's, like, it's kind of like the uh, emotional equipment of being beaten up by uh, Nick Frost, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. 
Um, also worth pointing, before we get into what the hell I just read, that long sentence, it is worth noting that a lot of stories between Roman and Greek myths are into a lot of mythology is interchangeable, i.e. satyrs appear both here in Roman and they also in yeah. Greek. and a lot of these stories are applicable for Zeus as well. Yeah, Jupiter is yeah. like Zeus. It's the same yeah. stories, but so, Romanized. Just to, to sum up, because I wasn't quite sure what I was reading then, because it was a lot of words and it was no, a lot, very, very long sentence. Um, am I to understand that he is basically desperate to get this guy asleep, so he... For the guy with a hundred eyes, he wants him to fall asleep so Mercury then can take back the mistress. Yeah. However, the guy's not buying it. So he's played the instrument, still not working. The guy's like, hey, Shepard, who is actually Mercury, tell me more stories about yeah. your instrument. And this is a story about how this instrument was made by Diana, the and hunting god. I think what's happened is because he told such a long, boring story, he fell asleep. Yeah, I would have fallen asleep <laughs> yeah. with the story. Well, we, did. Was... We, we had to re-edit it like seven times. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that was a long story. They heard and consented. Pan threw his arms around what he supposed to be the form of the nymph and found he embraced only a tuft of weeds. I thought it was going to be the wrong cow. Fair enough. <laughs> imagine, imagine if Mercury had brought the wrong cow. Is that, got, got your girlfriend, sir? That's just a Highland cow. As he breathed the, a sigh, the air sounded through the weeds and produced a plaintive melody. The god, charmed with the novelty and with the sweetness of the music, said, Thus then at least... You shall be mine. And he took some of the reeds and placing them together of unequal lengths, side by side, made an instrument which he called Spherinx, in honour of the nymph. Okay, so that's the story of how the instrument was made. What's the Diana is with a girl, with a, uh, the Spherinx. Okay, yeah. Di- Diana, the god of hunting, was with a guy called Pan. He made He whistled through some reeds. It made a beautiful noise. She then took the reeds and made an instrument out of them. And, uh... <laughs> We're going to end this episode by playing the Sphinx for you. We actually got one in, haven't we, Dan? Matt! That's not a Sphinx. <laughs> oh, it's just... It's a recorder. Oh. Matt, Matt has a recorder. That was like a weird story within a story. Yeah, that happens quite a lot. It in, does. Uh, myths. So Mercury's just told that boring story about the <laughs> Sphinx, and hopefully... So we see if it's worked? Let's find out. Before Mercury had finished his story... Oh, God, that wasn't even the end of the story. <laughs> Before Mercury had finished his story, he saw Argus's eyes all asleep. Oh! <gasps> <laughs> He's done it. He's, a, he's the equivalent of a granddad talking <laughs> about a war story. And then we went back and... Yeah. But it's worked. The guy's asleep for the first time. All his eyes are shut. As his head nodded forward on his breast, Mercury, with one stroke, cut his neck through Whoa. and tumbled his their head down the rocks. Whoa. Whoa. That's not cool, is I it? I wasn't expecting that. Like, Mercury's killed him in his sleep. Like, what, wait, why didn't you just kill him to begin with? I don't know. That, <laughs> like, that's, just, that is like, true. That didn't, all he did was slit his throat. He could have done that so easily. He, he didn't have to tell the wow. boring shit story. He told that story. Just what Well done. Saucer. Oh, hapless Argus, the light of your hundred eyes is quenched at once. <laughs> Juno took them and put them as... <laughs> no, or- you took them, you dickhead! <laughs> Juno took them and put them as ornaments on the tail of a peacock, where they remain to this day. I'm glad that he summed that up. For those listening, that is exactly 100% fact. Yeah. That is why the peacock has eyes <laughs> on, on, on his tail. tail. It's not... Nothing to do with evolution. No. Nothing to do with, you know, just because it, the females like it. Yeah. It's because Mercury killed Argus and his hundred and, eyes were stuck onto a... Like, ha- just like, go- like googly eye sequins. Yeah. <laughs> peppered over a peacock. Um, why killing him? How does that get to a bird? Well, what I like is the fact that Juno has taken these hundred eyes as a, like a, well, I, I guess as a trophy, and gone, oh, what should I do with these hundred eyes? I know. Stick them on a bird. Stick them on the back like of a bird. a weird taxidermy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. 
But the vengeance of Juno was not yet saturated. Satiated. But the vengeance of Juno was not yet satiated. I'm actually going to keep that edit in. Just Shut up! So Shut up! <laughs> I tried really hard to say that word. I said saturated, and I was like, that's not the right word. <laughs> she had saturated fats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is nice. She sent a gadfly to torment Io, who fled over the whole world from its pursuit. Of course, by the way, it's worth noting, whilst all this has gone on, Io is still a cow. <laughs> And she's in cow form. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's not um, So she's still a cow. Whilst all this is happening, she's still a cow. Juno has now taken it upon herself to torment her with a fly that is now chasing her around the world. I guess, of course, cows, obviously, every time you see them, they always seem to have flies yeah. in their eyes. She swam what, through... Their eyes? Oh, here we go. Io swam through the Ionian Sea, which derives its name from her. I get that now. Well, we had the G in, and yeah. the first one. It's basically just people jumping into it. Yeah, it? anyone who enters a sea just automatically gets that sea yeah. named after them. They roamed over the plains of Illyria. Well, let me... Illyria. Illyria? Illyria. Illyria. Ascended Mount Hemus and crossed the Thrinitian Strait, thence named the Bophus, or Cow Ford. I see what he did there. Rambled on through... Scythia. 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 Fun fact for you. Uh, Scythia was a place, I think it's like Monday uh, Ukraine, uh, and Scythian uh, were very good horsemen, and they were the first people to start um, in Herodotus to talk about smoking weed. Oh! The uh, first people to get high? Uh, well, I weed. think uh, the document, first documented people to uh, smoke weed. Isn't that, that's interesting, isn't it? Also, I'd just like to, because I feel so bad about my Nick Frost comment early in the podcast, I'd just like to mention that actually your. Um, your class history actually does come in quite handy sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, like... Without realising, you actually did learn some stuff. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, <laughs> so she's climbed over Mount Hemus and across the Thrinitian Strait, uh, or Calfjord. She's rambled through Scythia and the country of the Cimmerians and arrived at last on the banks of the Nile. Whoa, she's gone a long way. Yeah. She's gone all the way from... Well, actually, we never actually found out where this was... That's situated. I'm assuming somewhere near somewhere in, yeah, in the Roman Empire. Yeah. <laughs> she started at the Beta of Services by the bank, which was Jupiter, and now she's at the Nile. At length, Jupiter interceded for her, and upon his promising not to pay her any more attentions, Juno consented to restore her to her form. So this whole time, Juno's been making her run across the sea and up the mountains all the way to the Nile, because she's been annoying her with this fly. Jupiter's running behind. Stop! I'm sorry! I'm sorry, wife! I'll never do it again! Is that the king of the... Is that yeah, the king of the... Very God? similar to the... Uh, to King Minos in the first episode. Are they brothers? Because they sound... <laughs> very similar. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'll never do it again! She's like, no! Nah, Clearly, nah. what's happened? They've caught up to her on the banks of River Nile and Juno has agreed, okay, I forgive you, we'll turn her back if you don't do this again. And Jupiter's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, sorry. sorry. I won't sorry. cheat on you again. I'm sorry. Turn my mistress back into a, a human, please. She doesn't like being a cow. Juno consented to restore her to her form. It was curious to see her gradually recover from her former self. The coarse hairs fell off from her body. Her horns shrank up. Her eyes grew narrower. Her mouth shorter. Hands and fingers came instead of hooves to her forefeet. In fine, there was nothing left of the heifer except her beauty. At first she was afraid to speak, for fear she would low, but gradually she recovered her confidence and was restored to her father and sisters, who, of course, earlier (laughs) had uh, seen her as a cow. Yeah. Um, That's it, by the way. That's just how it ends. Well, I guess that was a bit of a bow fine story. (laughs) Get it? That's the end of this part of the podcast. See you in the outro. 
Wow, that was fun, wasn't it, Dan? That was fun. Um, not particularly long, but there was a lot to digest. Oh, I apologise for my reading. There's a lot of. I hope viewers, there's a lot of weird spellings in this. I, do you understand? I wanted to, um, I wanted to take the role of uh, of Juno. I thought I would have done a good in Juno. Don't you reckon? No, I think you were terrible, Juno. Well, which god do you reckon I would be? Ah, <laughs> uh, that's interesting. I, I think perhaps you would have done a good Mercury because you were really good at telling riveting, boring stories that put me to sleep. Dan, you've hurt me so many ways today. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been beaten up as well. I'm being horrible to you. I'm so sorry. Dan, it's a, I'm, I'm confident. I'm, You're a confident I'm, individual. Yeah, I, I, you don't need no Swiss Melissas. To, that's a bad name there. It's Swiss Melissa. Swiss Melissas. <laughs> the first track being called I Like to Sleep in My Car. I like to sleep in my car. Um, so oh, what did we... Um, I'm lonely. Sing along, Dan. I'm lonely in my car. Uh, oh, Swiss Melissa, why have you done this to me? Because you are... I thought Switzerland was meant to be neutral, but <laughs> you... <laughs> but you decided to wage war on my heart. heart. You wage war on my heart. You wage war on my heart. Now I sleep in my car. I'm going to transfer my money to a good APR. That worked. That worked. <laughs> Oh, uh, so to recap, very I hope she doesn't listen to this. Yeah, she she won't be. <laughs> so to recap, <laughs> you mean she won't be as in like it's like no no she le- she just won't be. <laughs> I thought I might have a chance. Mister, <laughs> <laughs> if you're out there, do uh, I should, we apologise. Do what I should do like I'm sure yeah, she's really lovely. If this podcast ever takes off, it gets really famous. I'm gonna post this episode to her and be like, like oh, this yeah. is like my Lance Morissette moment. I'm gonna be like, we're uh, the first podcast billionaires. <laughs> Well, it's gonna be the first like like breakup podcast, isn't it? Just uh, it's not even a breakup, just a, a girl went on a date with me and then never called me back. <laughs> to be honest, I'm thinking I'm making a, a mountain out of this molehill. Yes. Yeah. Um, so back to the story, Juno versus hey. her rivals. Um, so what do we learn from this, Dan? Well, firstly, let's recap before we see what we learn from it. Jupiter, the god of gods, caught by his mistress. Uh, with, caught by his wife with a mistress he sees his wife oh that's my wife better act casual and what's the first thing you do when you act casual uh, you turn your mistress into a cow see I think that's where I went, went wrong yeah that's what you do you, mm. should, um, you turn your mistress from a cow she then goes I'm not having this yeah. I for sure 100% know this is his his mistress I'm going to catch him out oh uh, yeah can I have that as a gift he being a man mm-hmm. can't think of anything but to be like oh uh, yeah sure she then causes bluff, gives him to a, in the gives the cow to a one hundred eyed monster called Argos, who looks after it. Although turned out, Jupiter's seen this. Hey, my hey Mercury, Mercury, hey, hey. boss, what do you want? Oh, missed out on that opportunity, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, I kind of that voice when we. Uh, I'm from a uh, uh, New York, you know. I'm a uh, Italian American. I actually imagine that's how Mercury would sound. What do you want, boss? I want you to go to this monster who's currently yeah. watching over the my mistress because I, I feel bad and I want to get her back. And you are going to oh, go go disguised as a shepherd with play your pipes, your spherinx, and yeah. I want you to put him to sleep. Oh, if you have to, tell a really, really, really boring story. Okay, I'll tell them about the story. Um, uh, you know, uh, the one the stories I probably edited out. Uh, okay, bye bye. Uh, uh, and by put to sleep, do you mean kill him straight away? Do whatever you have to do. Okay, I'm gonna put him to sleep. Actually, it was worth noting just in the recap that Jupiter not once did he say to Mercury. I don't remember him ever saying kill him. 
Well, I think that the beauty of it was like, oh, you know, put him to sleep. And then he's just like... Loki's like, got it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he tells a riveting story. Guy falls asleep. Swan lops his head off. Juno seeing this is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not having this. And, side note, takes his eyes and puts them on the peacock. No. Which is a romantic um, gesture, isn't it? And then she gets so angry, she says, I'm not having any of this, and sends a gadfly to torment this poor woman who is still a cow. Um, she a runs gadfly? all the... What is a gadfly? It's a type of fly. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and uh, she runs all the way to the Nile, where Jupiter and Juno catch up, and they agree to settle their differences, their marital dispute. Look, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. We'll throw it back. And it was really nice that at the end he was uh, with her... Um, she got to see her dad and sister again, which is nice. So what have we learnt, Matt? I've learnt, if you've been caught out, turn your mistress into a cow. Oh, don't do that. That's really... Well, maybe the moral is, don't yeah, do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's, we, let's rank it, Dan. Let's yeah. rank it. So, um, obviously, every episode we're going to rank um, the myth on a... Uh, uh, on four different sections. We have creativity, we have life skills, we have morals, and also we have the WTF factor as well. Yeah, Matt, you might want to explain what I'm doing. Uh, Dan is bending over uh, and uh, looking very illustrious. Drop and, my, uh, I've a, dropped the pencil that I was going to write the rankings down on. Um, well, Wait, we can... Matt, uh, uh, if riff I, about um, myths. Okay, um, uh, myths, it's a mythical podcast. Myths, it's going to... Uh, sorry, um, it's a myth. Um, I like myths. Um, I, was, uh, I was sitting on it. I was sitting on it the whole time. Dan, I was uh, halfway through an amazing riff myth. Mithrith. Mithrith. <gasps> Mithrith. That should be a section, shouldn't it? Mithrith. Isn't that what the jingle could be called? Mithrith. That, well, that, this is a production meeting now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, let me just take minutes on our accidental production meeting. <laughs> so, we have the four categories, as explained. We're going to rate them out of ten. Uh... And also, if you dispute our scores in any particular way, you can contact us at misspodcast uh, at gmail.com. And also, you can tweet us at misspodcast on Facebook and Twitter as well. So, Dan, uh, we'll start off with life skills. What life skills have you learned from this myth? Life skills... Now, life skills here is difficult, because as we uh, explained on the first podcast, life skills in this category is more about practical things that you've learned from these characters. Not morals, like actual skills. And because they're gods, I actually didn't learn anything because I can't move clouds and I can't turn people into a, a cow. But maybe it's a bit more like metaphorical things like, uh, yeah, you, you've kind of learned how to be a bit more, like, you've learned how to be a bit more discreet about your actions, maybe. Uh, but I have uh, learned. But uh, I have learned. Also learned how to feed grass to a cow. I have learned. And how, where's, uh, well, how to play the Skirinx. We learned about the Skirinx and that riveting story from yeah. Mercury. Four. We've learned where the peacock came from. Um, well, no, sorry, where the eyes so on that, the back of a peacock came. I'm going to give this a 6 out of 10. That's what I'm thinking. Mm, 5. You think it's a 5? Mm, not great life skills. I didn't learn how to build a belt or anything. Oh, like that. That, nah, I okay. Think five out of 10. Yeah, alright. Oh, alright. See how easy you persuade me. Well, you know, I'm quite you charismatic. Should, you should use that power more often. <laughs> don't. <laughs> <laughs> Morals. Now, this is a big one for this one. Well, don't, don't cheat on your wife. Don't cheat on your wife. Don't turn your mistress into a cow. Don't murder a thing after you put it to sleep, you know? <laughs> yeah, please don't do that. Um, and also, don't send gadflies to do Yeah, don't bidding. torment people yeah. with a gadfly. But, well, did we learn anything? Because oh, we learned not what not to do, but have they taught us the, the path of the righteousness? Because well, these these gods aren't really righteous. They're quite, quite immoral, if anything. Very immoral. I mean, Juno 
Did she overreact by locking yeah. her up in front of that monster but, with the hundred eyes? But in all fairness, like it's it's a little bit extreme, but that's quite a good like badass move. It's like I well, liked it because she oh, was trying to, she was trying to call out Jupiter, like oh yeah. you're going to make me think this, oh yeah. you're going to try and make fool me into thinking this is a natural it's cow. It's quite cool, isn't it? How funny it would have been if they got to the end of the myth and it actually turned out it was just a cow. It had been wrong <laughs> the whole time. And Jupiter yeah. was like, I told you this isn't a woman. This is a cow but I made. I told you. Okay, seven out of ten. What did we give the last one? Well, I think Theseus and the Monitor we gave out of the 10, but that had a, cre- a lot of morals because that was the whole dad thing. He left that woman on the rock. He was cocky as hell. Yeah, I think a seven. A seven? A seven. Uh, some, or maybe Six? Seven. No, I think seven. A seven. I've learned a lot. Let's give it a seven out of 10 I think for morals. Morals is the highest score. Creativity is quite high here. I think so. There was a lot going peacocks. on. There was Peacocks. Hundred-Eyed Monster. Hundred-Eyed Monster. There was Mercury and the story of how the Reeds created a... Um, uh, uh, I think it was about how Reeds created a, a musical instrument. I nearly fell asleep telling yeah. the story myself. Also, also the fact that the gadfly followed the cow and also she went All the, the places heart, it went. The Ionian Sea, and that's how it's got a name. And, and yeah. Also, I, I remember the name of Io, and I believe Io helps Odysseus in book six after his, uh, a, he's on like a raft and it gets shipwrecked, and uh, Io helps him get to uh, the land of Phoenicia. Yeah. Okay. A lot of these characters will, will reappear. Jupiter will probably definitely appear. Yeah. As will Mercury. He's definitely good. I think Juno might appear too. Yeah. That's some um, big names in there. I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. I think I was going to say 9 as well, Dan. We're so in tune. I love you. Sorry, uh, I mean. Uh, I love you too. Gay. <laughs> uh, now we have a, do- a WTF section. I think Last time we only gave Theseus the Mantor, episode 1, only got a 5 out of 10. I think this wasn't. is way more messed up, though. I think. Way more messed up. Well, think- there was death. Uh, the hundred line, the monster. Also, the whole time, actually, it's got to be said that you got to feel sorry. This poor woman. I she, I, she's been turned into a horse, a, a cow. She's had to run all the way to the Nile because she's been tormented. She was chained up in front of a hundred-eyed monster. Uh, her dad didn't recognize her. Her dad and sister didn't recognize her. It's bad, but she'll have a cracking story to sell to OK Magazine. Great story it's to tell to OK 50 Magazine. Fifty quid, well spent. Yeah, when she's on this morning. <laughs> If she's an I'm a celebrity. She can sell here. her own autobiography. Um, what the, uh, I think seven or eight, eight. I think an eight. Is that? This is definitely higher scoring than. Uh, it's than it's done well with Smith, hasn't it? It has. Fucking Theseus. Um, so what's the total, Dan? What, what, so go over the scores again. It was five out of ten for life skills. Mm-hmm. Seven out of ten for morals. Mm-hmm. Nine out of ten for creativity. Uh-huh. And eight out of ten for a. WTF. 29, is it? It is 29. Let me double check, double check, double check. I've got an answer. It's 29. Now, do you remember the score from episode one, Theseus and the Minotaur? That was 24. 24, it? it was. Today's 29. So, it's definitely so we have a new one. winner. We have a new winner. It wasn't hard. But, <laughs> but we have a new winner. Uh, so our league table stands. Uh, um, we have the uh, Juno myth followed by the Theseus and the Minotaur myth. We have first and second place. Whoa, it's all to play for, isn't it, Dan? All to play for. I did enjoy that story, actually. It was Dan, nice. Um, before we... We're going to finish up now. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, do you want to say anything to the fans? Um, I just want to say um, thank you for listening to the podcast. So is that Wait, what I uh, just said? Um, do you mind if I just have a minute with the with the podcast, people? Do you want me to go outside? Uh, no, just... Is it, I'm just going to... It's about you. It's about me? Yeah. You sure you don't want me to leave? Yeah, you... Yeah, you should probably leave. Okay.
Uh, well, I'll do the I'll do the plug for the social media then. Yeah, you do the plug for social media. You can finish it. Uh, okay. Um, um, well, actually, after this, I'm gonna just um, I'm gonna thank you so much for listening to podcast. Give us five star on iTunes. Follow us on Miss Podcast uh, on Facebook and Twitter, and send us an email uh, with what any myths you want to cover at misspodcast at gmail dot com. I'm gonna go enjoy Dan's uh, eerie uh, minute without me. Bye. Here we go. Hi guys. I I just wanted to now Matt's gone. Uh, just mention that um, at the beginning of this, I was really rude and I said that he looked like um, Nick Frost had been beaten up within a half inch of his life. Um, that's actually uh, that was really really wrong of me. I shouldn't have said that. Um, he's actually far far uglier. Until next time. Dan, I was in the room the whole time. Mate. Oh. <laughs> uh, bye. bye. Grandparents would be farmers, so they uh, and they will be guests appearing on the po- No, they won't. They the, won't. They're dead. They're de- <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Call me podcast. <laughs>